One of the things I find really interesting about jazz music is where did swing come from? Even the word swing is confusing because it, it can be a noun, it can be an adjective, it's a verb, it describes an era in the history of popular music, the 1930s is known as the swing era. But swing goes much more deeply than that. It's really a feeling that is engendered in the music. But what I really want to talk about today is where did Louis Armstrong come from? We refer to him as one of the people who really didn't invent swing, but all the music that comes before him doesn't swing. And then when the music goes through Louis Armstrong as a conduit to a popular American music, when it comes out of the bell of his horn and when he sings, it really swings. The rhythm of the music has changed. Something that I think about is that I listen to a lot of early field recordings of work songs and blues done by um, the Lomaxes in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. We hear the singers. The rhythm which which they sing has this rhythmic lilt that is the antithesis of popular music from around the turn of the century. Ragtime music in the late 19th and early 20th century was the rage, but ragtime rhythm is really stiff and it doesn't swing in the jazz sense. I could play a quick example on my trumpet. This is typical ragtime rhythm. It's rather stiff and it's based on what we call military march music. it has an even subdivision and it doesn't it has a nice syncopation but it doesn't swing in a jazz sense now when we hear Louis Armstrong play the same song the music would sound like this They take certain liberties, and the rhythm is very relaxed. And, of course, you hear the essence of the blues, the flat third and the flat seventh, which really gives it a jazzy flavor. Now, let's listen to one of Alan Lomax's field recordings of a work song called Berta Berta, and then we're going to hear Katie Left Memphis. And listen to the way they sing. Don't you well you act no hoe You go to Memphis, don't you well you act no hoe I buy you a ticket and kiss the well the yellow dog I buy you a ticket and kiss the well the yellow dog the popular style of singing and playing was this kind of ragtime rhythm, very stiff rhythm. 
as exemplified by uh, James Reese Europe's uh, Clef Club Orchestra. And we've heard some of his music before, but let's just listen to it just a, a second of one of the pieces there, and you can hear the ragtime rhythm. Louis Armstrong was a singer before he was a trumpet player. He grows up in New Orleans, which has a rich musical history. He hears blues and work songs. He hears ragtime. He hears all kinds of music. He's a sponge. He absorbs all of this. But when he sings and plays, it comes out in a very unique manner. And I firmly believe that Louis Armstrong is probably one of the most important musicians of the 20th century because he gives us a new way to sing and to play. Jelly Roll Morton is a little bit older than Louis Armstrong. He's born in the mid-1880s, so he really grows up in the era of ragtime music. But his approach to rhythm is similar to Louis Armstrong's, although I don't believe that he was as great an improviser, but he was a wonderful composer, arranger, and a great pianist. An interesting fact about Jelly Roll Morton, he states that in 1907 he invented jazz which is an outrageous statement. How can one person be responsible for a a whole movement in music? But he goes on to explain that what he was doing was changing the rhythm or the way he played the melodies. You know, jazz is a way to play music. You can take any melody and turn it into jazz. Listen to this. Now, listen to what I do to it when I turn it into jazz. So Jelly Roll is really what he's saying in 1907 is that he's changing the way he plays the music and he's specifically referring to the rhythm or how he plays the notes, which is fascinating to think that maybe in 1907, which is 20 years before Louis Armstrong's Hot Five recordings, he was doing some of the same things. But we always look at Louis Armstrong as the person who gives us a different way of playing and singing. What Louis did was he took the approach that we heard on those work songs, the way they would lay back behind the beat in a very relaxed, almost a lazy manner of performing, reinterpret it on his trumpet. 
And that's what Lewis does. He takes a vocal conception and he does it on his trumpet. Plus, he is an amazing trumpet player. He has great range. He has wonderful sense of rhythm. And he is the first great improviser. He improvises wonderful solos. He was so far ahead of all his colleagues. When you listen to those Hot Five recordings made between 1926 and 29, it's almost difficult to listen to the other musicians because Louis Armstrong is so far ahead of them. And they're fine musicians. They're all great New Orleans players. But Lewis is so far ahead in terms of the rhythm. One of the interesting things about Louis Armstrong is that he plays just the way he sings. Rhythmically, it's identical. Lewis's trumpet technique or his approach to playing is a very vocal-like, and he's just taking what he did with his voice and reinterpreting it on the trumpet. Jelly Roll does the same thing, although he was not known as a great singer, but we can listen to him sing Hello Central Calling Dr. Jazz, and he has that same rhythmic lilt that Louis Armstrong has. Tune in next week for more of Dr. Gordon Vernick's exploration of the progression from ragtime music to swing.